Life has its ups and downs. Life can be fun. Life is sometimes hectic. And life is full of choices. Welcome to Venture, the podcast that brings the biblical truth to the ventures that we face in this world and live in today. Hey everybody, it's Pastor Dan Wills Jr. here from Chandler Acres Church in Bellevue, Nebraska. And I'm so glad you are listening uh, to this podcast today and I want to welcome you uh, to the audience. Uh, We are in a message series called Mastermind, Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life, and we're in week number two. And we're going to be in Philippians chapter four today. We're talking about the power of our minds. And so uh, I just want to ask you a quick question to kind of get our minds prepared for uh, what's going to happen today. But how many of you, as as you're listening, would say uh, that even though you might even be a little bit embarrassed, you often make decisions that make no sense and are sometimes incredibly irrational, okay? Uh, and, and you're probably not alone, I can promise you that, because I can make incredibly irrational decisions and it, and it makes no sense whatsoever. You know, maybe you can relate. <laughs> sometimes you, you just make up your mind and you're, you're just, you, you know, you're going to say, hey, I'm just going to eat good. I'm going to eat healthy. And so you are eating healthy for maybe two days straight, and then somebody brings donuts into the office, and, and you eat one bite. And so then the next thing you know, you're eating all 12. And then, then you top it off with the cinnamon roll just to make sure that you just go straight to uh, nutrition hell. You know, I don't know what it might be for you. Or you say, hey, I'm going to be wise financially. We're, we're going to get out of debt. And, and so for 11 straight days, you're making good decisions. And then something breaks. And then you freak out. So to soothe your pain, you go to the mall and you buy two pairs of shoes and an outfit to match your new shoes. Of course, you got to have uh, the whole set, right? Well, why is it that we do this? Why is it so many times when we know we should apologize we don't. When we know we should take responsibility, we do the opposite. When we know what's right, okay, we do what's easy. Why is it that we often make irrational decisions? And that's what we're going to discuss today. And so to illustrate uh, uh, what I'm talking about, I'm going to tell you a little bit of story about uh, my first car. My first car was a 1980 Oldsmobile Delta 88. Um, and if you can't picture what that kind of looks like. It's just picture a boat, a square car, um, older car. Uh, Mine happened to be maroon in color. But mine wasn't this ordinary regular Oldsmobile. Mine was upgraded. It had a spoiler on the back. Of course, spoiler makes everything look better, right? And it also had a larger engine in it. Now, my question is, do you understand how uh, incredibly difficult it was for me to be as cool as I was <laughs> driving a car like that in high school. It was probably pretty difficult. So so to up my chances with the opposite sex, I, I landed myself the coolest used Alpine stereo system your little mind could imagine to, to help me upgrade from my factory old system. Okay, 
And I would listen to some music, um, for example, from people like, uh, or groups like uh, Boys Demand or, or maybe some Ice T, you know, or maybe some New Kids on the Block. Okay, I'm sorry, it was back in, back in the 90s. I'm sorry, that's what was kind of popular back then. And if you think that is bad, my favorite was some Vanilla Ice, you know, Ice Ice Baby type of stuff. I'm sorry, I, I, I don't know. But anyway, I just liked some, you know, the thump, thump, thump music and, you know, power, power, power behind it. And, and so I could afford that used Alpine stereo, but I spent all my money. So I couldn't afford to have it installed. And so, lo and behold, uh, it was left to me by myself to, to install this. And at the time, I was definitely not as technically uh, inclined as I am today. And I was definitely nowhere near where I am. And I, and I worked all day trying to get this thing to work, to put the stereo in. And, and I worked all day. And then I worked into the evening hours and even into the night. And it was finally dark outside when, believe it or not, God is my witness. My Alpine stereo worked. And I was praising God in heaven. I got it to work. It worked all night long, you know. So, so the next morning, I get up to go to school, and, and 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 I turn the car on, and I go to blare my stereo, and and lo and behold, it doesn't work, and I have no idea why. All day long, all day long, I just couldn't get this thing to work. Well, then that that night, I got back home, and, and later in the evening, I went out with some friends or whatever, and. And next thing I know, it's working again. And so for day after day, I would get up and the stereo wouldn't work. And I'd go home and later in the evening when I get off work or come home from school, from practice or whatever it might be, it would work again. And so for weeks, I, I couldn't figure it out. And right now, probably some of you have probably figured out what I've done because you were probably smarter than I am. And so, obviously, I figured it out. The question was, why did my stereo not work? And it's because I had crossed the wires. And instead of wiring it to the proper source of power, I had it wired to my headlights. So, for the rest of, of the life of my Delta 88, while I owned it, I was the guy driving around with the headlights on at 2 in the afternoon, blaring out some vanilla ice, right? So why is it that we often make such irrational decisions? Because the wires are crossed in our brain. We're in a series called Mastermind, as I mentioned, Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life. And if you were with us uh, last week and you, and you joined us for our podcast, we talked about what happens when you think a thought. Your brain is not static, okay? Your brain actually grows and evolves like a computer that's programming itself. And every time you think a thought, it becomes easier to think that thought again. Literally, your brain is creating neural pathways. A thought creates a pathway which makes it easier to think that thought again. Which is good news if you're thinking good thoughts. The problem is, we are often not. All through life, experiences and your thoughts is programming your brain to believe what you think is true based on what you thought even if the thought was not true. As a little child, it's true. If a baby smiles and the mama smiles back and says, goo goo ga 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 ga, you know, the baby's brain says smiling is good. A pathway is formed. If I smile, someone says, goo 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 ga 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 ga, you know. And if a baby touches something hot, ouch, 
that's hot. The brain creates a pathway that says hot is bad. Don't touch the thing that is hot. If a baby wants a sucker, I want a sucker. And mama says, no sucker. And baby's like, I want a sucker. And mommy says, no sucker. And, and baby cries. And so mom gives the baby a sucker. The baby's brain says crying is good. And that's why some of, you know, your 12-year-olds are spoiled rotten because you gave them a sucker when they were crying. You know, I'm just saying it happens. What's happening is our brain is constantly evolving, creating neural pathways. It's good news when you think true thoughts. It's bad news, though, when you believe the lies. Because your brain basically doubles down and tends to believe the lies more fiercely. What's the problem? The problem is that most of life's battles are won or lost in the mind. There's a battlefield going on in our minds. And if I can just be real transparent with you guys today, my, my thoughts in, in so many seasons have been my number one worst enemy. I can preach good for 25 minutes about positive truth, but what happens before and what happens after in my mind can be incredibly ugly. And that's why in this podcast series, what, what I'm doing is I'm teaching what I've been learning very practically how God is helping to renew my mind. We're talking about the Apostle Paul. Last week, we looked at the truth that Paul said this. He said that the weapons that we fight with, those of you that are followers of Christ, our weapons are not of this world. They have divine power from, from heaven to demolish strongholds. And we asked the question, what's a stronghold, right? It's a, it's a wrong thought pattern. It's a prisoner based on a lie of deception. God's power demolishes strongholds. And that's why we demolish, we crush, we vanquish every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And, and what do we do? We take captive every thought and, and we make it obedient to Christ. In other words, we're creating new pathways of truth. We're letting God's truth renew our minds. We're looking at the Apostle Paul and, and the way he fought and won the battle of the mind. It truly inspires me because he's writing from a, a Roman prison when, when he wanted to be in Rome preaching. And here he is locked up and he writes this powerful, weighty, encouraging letter to the believers in, in Philippi. And he ends his letter with the, this word of encouragement. And today we're going to look at Philippians 4, okay, chapter 4, verse 8. And this is what it reads. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Paul says, think about what is true and honorable, right, pure, lovely, and admirable. And I love the way uh, the New King James Version translates the end of this verse. It says this, if there's any virtue and if there's anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Why does this matter? Because your life is always moving in the direction of your strongest thoughts. If a thought comes into your mind, it comes out in your life. You cannot have a positive life when you have a negative mind. Your thoughts matter so much. Your thoughts are shaping you. 
If you cannot control what you think, you will never, ever control what you do. Why is it that we so often make irrational, unwise, and ungodly decisions? Because the wires are crossed. And so that's why this week I want to tell you uh, one of the two disciplines that I am now practicing regularly. Okay, And then next week's podcast, I'll I'll talk about the, the other one. Essentially, what I'm doing is I am training my mind. You may say, well, how do you train your mind? It's very similar to training your body. If I go to the gym and I'm doing curls, what am I doing? I'm training my biceps. If I work on my mind, I'm training my mind toward truth. To truly have a God-centered, healthy mind, it's not just about what you do with it, but it's also about what you put in it. It's not just about what you put in your body, it's what you do with it and what you put in it with your mind. So what I've been doing is I've been working on focusing my mind and training it toward truth. I do mental exercises for my brain. It's training my brain toward God's truth. How would you go about doing this, you might ask? Well, what I've been doing is I've been working on meditating toward truth. And some people may say, does that mean you're, you're new age, you're, you're one, of, one in the universe, or, or you're chanting, or you're saying, um, you know, all that kind of stuff? No, it doesn't, doesn't need to go there. Let me just give you the simple definition of meditation. Meditation is to engage in mental exercise. It's to focus one's thoughts. So let me give you a couple of scriptures. The first one is Psalm 119, verse 15. It says, I meditate on your precepts. I consider your ways. I'm focusing my thought on precepts, on your ways, God. I delight in your decrees, God. I will not neglect your word. I'm focusing my mind on you. Another verse I want to share with you is Psalm 143, 5. And it says, I remember the days of long ago. I meditate on all of your works and consider what your hands have done. In other words, God, I'm thinking about your truth. I'm thinking about your presence. I'm thinking about your goodness, God. I'm thinking about your works, God. I'm meditating on you. If Eastern meditation is emptying your mind, what I'm talking about is the opposite. I'm talking about filling your mind with God's truth. I'm training my mind toward truth. It's not just what I do with it, it's what I put into it. And so, for the past year or so, I've been training my mind to focus. And I'll tell you, my journey is in learning to meditate on God's truth has is, not always been easy. Because I'm not a, an expert at all. But I started for five minutes at a time learning to focus my mind. Because my mind is not focused. And when it's not focused, it doesn't typically uh, uh, drift towards the true truth it it drifts towards the lies so i'm focusing my mind and i noticed the first source of improvement was as i was focusing is the limitation wasn't in my body the limitation was in my mind i asked myself how many other places in my life is my limited mind taking my body out of doing what god has created and called me to do so i got serious about training my mind My meditation and prayer time looks uh, something like this. I I go to my YouVersion Bible study every single day. 
And what that is, is there's an app out there called YouVersion. If you have not used that Bible app, I encourage you to do so. Uh, it's it's done by LifeChurch.tv. And if you go there, they, they give it out for free. They have a wonderful resource for that. And I encourage you to sign up. You're missing out on all kinds of great stuff with that. It's a little bit of plug there. I, I focus my brain for just a few minutes in a direction. Then I do a, a five-minute prayer discipline. And it's very simple, okay? And what that five minutes does is it focuses it. It's training my mind. It's, it's focusing in on, on the, the, the simplest things. And my prayer is really rich because the problem with me is I'm admittedly an ADD prayer, okay? And I don't know if any of you can relate with that. I have, you know, good intentions. I start out right. You know, I might say something on the lines of, hey, dear God in heaven, I, I love you today and, and I worship you and Oh, oh, oh my gosh, I forgot to change the oil, you know. Oh, and I forgot to send my wife that text and squirrel, you know, you're, you chase it. And my prayer might last like 32 seconds and I, I can't even figure out what remember what I said. You know, you're like, well, what just happened, you know. In the same way that I am training my body, I'm training my mind to focus on God's truth, meditating on truth. At that very simplest, simplest form, it's just focus, okay? And I want to focus on what is true because when my mind wanders, it doesn't wander towards the truth. It wanders towards the lies. You're not good enough. You can never measure up. Who do you think you are? Why do you even bother trying? Your life is hard and nobody understands. You can't go on at this pace. You'll never make it. No, I say, I take every thought captive and make it obedient to Christ. Scientifically speaking, I'm creating new neural pathways, but spiritually speaking, I'm letting God's truth renew my mind. I'm not believing the lies. I'm embracing the truth. So let me apply this to to last week. Uh, I told you what we did last week was going to matter, and this could really be a game changer for some of you. And if you could change your thinking, you could truly change your life. And your thoughts matter so much. So two questions we asked last week. The first question we asked is this. What stronghold is holding you back? At what point are you a hostage of a wrong mindset? You know, where in your life are you? You've got the wires crossed. You're believing that something isn't true. You're not good enough. After what you did, God can never use you. You're always going to struggle financially. Everybody in your family does. You're never going to get ahead. You're never going to be a blessing to anybody. Relationally, you're a mess. You can never have true intimacy. You can never be close to anybody. You're always going to screw up. Everybody in your family battles with weight. You're always going to battle as well. It's just part of who you are. Get used to it. I want you to identify whatever the lie is that has held you hostage. What is the strongest stronghold that holds you back? Then what I want you to do is identify the truth. That's the second question is, what truth demolishes that stronghold? And then I want you to name it. Remember I said, ask you to name it and write it down. Okay. Well, I don't know what it is. Well, you could say I'm not what I buy or, or what I have or who comments on my Instagram post that I edited and put a filter on to make me look six years younger? You know, I, I'm not a hostage. I'm not a prisoner to that addiction. 
I have power of Christ dwelling within me. And I can overcome that thing that has haunted me. My God is for me. My God is a great provider. He will meet all my needs. I will be a blessing to others. Okay, Whatever it is, name that truth. And then what I want you to do is this. I want you to identify what that lie is, right? And then I want you to identify the truth. Then I want you to write it down, like I said, and then I want you to think it, okay? Write it, think it, and then I want you to confess it until you believe it, okay? So we're going to write it, think it, confess it until you believe it, and then write it, think it, confess it until you believe it. And what we're doing is we're creating new neural pathways, the power of God's word, renewing your mind so that you don't react to the lies that have held you hostage from the past, but you respond with the truth that is dwelling within your brain, okay? We're going to write it, think it, confess it, and believe it. Write it, think it, confess it, and believe it. Now, I don't know how this will play out in your mind, but so many of you are worried all the time, okay? You're a hostage to your fears. You lay awake at night wondering, worrying, what are you going to do? You're going to write it, think it, confess it. And yours may go something like that. Here, here, here's your declaration, okay? Because of Christ, I am not anxious about anything. I cast my cares on God because he cares for me. I have the peace of God dwelling in my heart and ruling my mind. Okay? You're going to write it, think it, confess it until you believe it. Maybe you say, I don't know what to do. I can't make a decision. I don't know what God's will is. I'm afraid I'm going to mess it up. Okay? So you declare it. You say, my life belongs to God. Daily I seek him and daily he directs my steps. I know his voice and he leads me to his perfect will, right? Okay? Maybe you lack confidence. Never good enough. I never measure up. I never can make a difference. Well, here's the de- here's what you declare, okay? My confidence is in Christ and Christ alone because the spirit lives within me. I can do everything he calls me to do. We write it, think it, confess it until you believe it. Listen, you're going to feel foolish at first. I promise you, okay? You'll be saying something though you want to believe, but your life says something different. So I'm asking you to keep on renewing your mind a few minutes every day, sparking that brain of yours that God created, that lovely brain that God created with new pathways of truth. Okay, we write it, think it, confess it until you believe it. And then one day the wires won't be crossed. Your life is moving in the direction of your strongest thoughts. You cannot have a positive life when you have a negative mind. What comes into your mind comes out in your life. So what are we going to do? We're going to recognize the weapons we fight with are not the weapons of this world. Ours have divine power to demolish strongholds. We take every thought captive and we are renewing it by the power of God's word. So today, I'm asking you, those of you who would say, I need some help renewing my mind. There's a battle in my mind. I'm not always winning. God, help me renew my mind with truth. If that's you, I just want you to know that I am praying for you today. Don't lose the battle. You see, you might be saying, well, it's a problem for me to do something about it. Well, here's my encouragement. And I know it's going to sound funny and just like cliche or whatever, but here's my words of encouragement. Do 
something about it though, okay? If you need to get in shape, change what you put in and change what you do, okay? If you need your mind to get in shape, change what you put in with it, okay? Because remember, what what we watch and what we listen to and, and the things that we are doing in this world, the things that we are thinking, okay? It, it matters. It matters so much, okay? And so we have to change what we put into it, okay? And then I want you to encourage you to change what you do with it, okay? Once you learn to to put that 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 new thoughts into your mind, change what you do with it as well, okay? A few minutes a day, let God renew your mind. We want to name it, write it, think it, confess it, and believe it. Amen. Thank you again for joining us for another episode of Venture Podcast. Please join us next week as we continue our series, Mastermind. Change your thinking, change your life.